Hold on. We have an issue. Last time I fixed it in three seconds, right, Dick? Yeah. Exactly. This, this time, can't fix it. That's weird. Only outlier there. Went to, went to Skype. What was the outlier last time? I, I changed the... I turned my camera on. That was it. Mm-hmm. I went and replugged it back in. Okay. Did you do it this time? Yeah. Huh. Nothing. Well, maybe, maybe the... I mean, are you using the same USB port? Change it. Change, change, change the port. Why don't you change the fucking port? Change, change, change. My video camera's working fine. I don't need to. Change the port. I know when my shit stops working, I have to change the port and shit. Otherwise, they won't work, no matter what I do. Welcome to LAW Anthology Series Review, episode 86. Frank, fuck Frank, and fuck Skype. Uh, welcome. I'm Phoenix West. Dick to God. Fuck Frank. Link. Jared DePau. Hi, Jared. Sorry. Sorry. Uh... He's witnessing us all arguing at the same time. <laughs> I feel like a lot of episodes turn into that. If it, the second one thing doesn't work, we just turn on each other like <laughs> cannibals, <laughs> just ah, sinking our teeth into each other. But holy shit, it has been an experiment tonight, and we're not doing. We're just sorry, Frank. We're not doing that again. Oh uh, yeah, that's fine because I don't feel like hearing it anymore. <laughs> it's Frank's fault. I, yeah, I don't blame it was it nice to see the vi- the video for a change. And I agree with you on that part. And I feel bad that normally on StreamYard you can't, but Skype, holy shit, it is. You know what? Honestly, the the Skype uh, video view was smaller than StreamYard, so I don't give a shit anymore. I'll I'll be fine with StreamYard. Yeah, it it, it is what it is. We could find. I don't know. Yeah. If I go in the standard options here and upgrade it to high def. Ooh, there we go. Is that working? Yeah, you're moving. You're moving. I had to change. I had to go in and change the settings that are already pretty term. Oh, whatever. It's working. Turn your fucking camera on, dick. I don't want to. So, Beyond Belief, Fact or Fiction. Uh, I decided to do a Brolin episode. And last time we did 401, episode 401. So today I just swapped it and went 104. Made sense in the moment. Now I regret it because turns out they were not ready to make a show at that point. This was awful. No. This was an this awful episode. Terrible. It was atrocious. Yeah, the directing was terrible. I mean, the the choice of the narration instead of uh, you know, constant acting. talking. Yeah, why couldn't the actors say this shit? I, there is narration in the Frakes episodes. It's not like it's Minimum. completely gone, but it it, it is more minimized. Jared, you mentioned you're not familiar with the show too much. Is this your first go-around with it? I, I Somehow, I feel like in 97, I may have watched one of these episodes. But I don't remember the specifics. But like the, the concept of the show does seem vaguely familiar. Yeah, it, it's, it was not... It was on, like, UPN... And it, was it, was, it was on Fox, but they it would show Fox. it later on UPN. You would actually see it more on UPN than on Fox. Fox was, like, not proud of the show after a while. They're like, uh... Oh, James Brolin <laughs> season? No. Why did yeah. it say Siffy on the bottom? Because it was Cause, the reruns. Yeah, yeah they also ran it on there. Because ah. it becomes a syndicated show. Yeah. Once the show was on long enough to get syndication, and you put it on TV. Because back in the day of cable, now you don't do that anymore because streaming is so different. Yeah, this is back in the day. You can make a shit show and make lots of money on it because you just put on TV and you put commercials on it and make money. Now, not so much. Yeah, it's. I was say, isn't that the basic TV thing now? Still, I mean, mm, I see, not really because there's I no ads. 
No, but a lot of things offer ad-free content. Well, you're subscription-based, yeah. but n well, nobody would fucking sign up for Paramount Plus if this is what they're offering. Oh, absolutely not. I, Paramount Plus sucks a ball sack. So, we're going to do the same style we did last time. We're going to take a turn. We're taking turns here. I, I'll do two in a row. So, I'll cover email and then the unknown patient. And we're all going to do one just to describe the plot. So, Jared, get ready. You're doing Weezer. You're doing the fucking dog I'm... one. You got, you got off light. <laughs> I okay. forgot all of them already. Yeah, I, I'll tell you because I have them written down because I have our votes. Okay, good. And then we're gonna we're gonna discuss the episode. Or, or the person is gonna go over the episode. I'm only doing this for Jared's benefit. Uh, so I'll discuss email right now, the plot, and then we'll discuss it, and then we'll reveal if it was fact or fiction with the video. Make sense? Okay. So the first one is email. Um, Joan Cusack is. Is a is a she's a secretary to Bruno Kirby's brother, paralegal. Yeah, paralegal. But she's in the other fucking room and she keeps interrupting. And there's it's only one little short story, but it took twelve minutes for them to get through. This one was an eternity, where a woman is getting a payout because her uncle died and they were very close. And then the, she interrupts it and goes, hands him a note and it says like, "Do not pay this woman money. Hold it off. You know, delay it." And he gets pissed, and he kicks... He, the, the, the lady leaves, says she has a flight. And then the paralegal girl, Joan Cusack, is like, I just got an email, blah, 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 blah. And it's really just the next 10 minutes of her slowly typing on her giant keyboard into her 97 computer, doing and an email exchange with a fucking ghost. And she's talking. Every every sentence she write, types, she talks. She if says. she's reading the screen, it shows the screen, and it gives you time to read it, and then you got to hear the bitch say it again. And it just goes on and on. And it's like, oh, and it's got like this sexy music over it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, do, 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 do. It's what? got like Red Shoe Diaries, like yeah, sexy exactly. jazz saxophone over it. And it's just her like, when she. Play your yaz flute. <laughs> there's a scene where she makes a call to the, to the best legal team in the world who can look up any email address and tell you the history and the owner, which does not exist to this day. No. She calls them and, and she's like, yeah, I want to look up Big Biz. That's the email address handle at email.com. And then they're like, hold on. And then she sits there like, oh, nothing? <laughs> okay. And she just over. stares at nothing for a good eight seconds, a good eight Mississippi. It goes <laughs> on forever. And then it's revealed that the, the email host was the dead guy. And then they bring in the real niece who died who was alive somewhere and she's like that's in a fraud Brooklyn. that was my uncle's nurse aren't you and she's like oh it doesn't say a word and then it ends no resolution no tension no excitement fucking terrible was it, was it fact or fiction and dick you voted fiction i voted fact frank voted fiction jared you voted fact let's find out if it's fact Ooh. or fiction this one didn't happen. It's a fake. Here we go. This is the time on our show when we measure our ability to separate fact from fiction. Thanks, Jim. Uh, let's review tonight's stories and discover which ones were inspired by actual events and which ones were inspired only by a writer's imagination. Our first plot was the story of emails sent by a man who had passed away three months before. Okay. Lamp. I can do this. Lamp. There's new mail. I'm gonna find her. Yeah, How? How do you want me to find her? 
phone book. Give me the fucking factor fiction! I don't want to rewatch the episode. They gotta kill time. My god. What is the music? This seems like classical music for some reason. Organ. Those pencil thin eyebrows. You think this was bullshit? Is it hard for you to believe that a story like this actually happened to someone in real life? It did. And what about the three? Oh, oh, they're moving right on. Okay, it was fact. Move along. It's dumb. So me and Jared got a point. Yes. Mm. Fuck. All right. <laughs> it did. <laughs> Fuck you, Jim Brolin. All right. So cup of Joe, Dick. Cup of Joe. The teenage Reese Witherspoons in a car. The college, Go. The, co- the three college girls look like Reese Witherspoon, except for that black girl. Uh, yeah, they were um, driving. The college girls are going to a party. They take, they go down this one route because they're hungry and they can't find the restaurant and they go back on the freeway and then there was a landslide and the cop said, oh, you just missed a landslide there. No, the, we went off the road. Oh, no, there's no, there's no blue billboards here. They're illegal. And then they, they basically escaped a, a fucking landslide because they were wanted to go eat and feed their fat fuck face. Reese was hungry and triple hungry in this one. Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> so let's see if Cup of Joe is bullshit. Well, discussion. This episode oh. fucking sucked. Like, nothing it happened. Horrible. They're it all was, bad. It was claustrophobic, and they did not stop talking in the same voice. And then it goes to voiceover, and then it'll stop fucking talking. And they had all the cliches of, like, the random creepy guy outside the car. Frank. Ah, knocking out the window. And then the cop knocking out the windows. Yeah. I'm here to spook you. Spooky, spooky. Yeah, look at that. Oh, you got a color girl in there. Ooh. I'm touching my cock. She's not welcome around here unless you know where. Oh, All right. No, no, she's welcomed. I like that. All right. A little bit of I flavor the, up in here. The jungle fever. That's what they call it. You know, I got rid of that movie. Spike Lee's my favorite director. Cup <laughs> of Joe. Nothing happened. They got derouted by a, a billboard, which apparently are illegal in this area of town. Who voted what for this? I think I said this I'm about to say, but this is oh. going to be a true story. Did they even show the billboard? Or did they just show the girl in the back seat go, "Oh look, a billboard"? I don't think they showed the billboard. They yeah, no, they that. showed the billboard. They, they okay. Yeah, it was a it was a passing image of them going down the quote unquote highway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the highway where Mike or Jason Voorhees hunts. <laughs> That's a highway, according to this episode. Like. <laughs> Camp Crystal Lake is 2.3 miles away, and they're on a highway. Christ. Uh, uh, Dick, you voted fact. Frank and I voted fiction. Jared, you also went fact. So let's find out. Three girls who turned off the road for coffee because of a billboard that didn't exist. Why don't we just get stuck in the mud and die then, huh? Jeez, will you just calm down? Well, Professor Odom says that history shows that the journey's more important than the destination. Well, history is a drag. Odom is a legend. There's nothing down this creepy road except... Great. What are we going to do now? Now, was this an easy one to figure out? Do you think it's a work of fiction? Sorry. A similar story did take place. A similar story, but not... Yes, that's how, that's how they that's get away exactly with it. exactly how that works. Yeah. So Dick got a point, and Jared, you, two for two. All right. 
I'm over two, of course. <laughs> yeah. Jared, you officially have as many points as Frank does after two episodes. <laughs> so it's, well, I guess my, my strategy of picking the opposite of Frank. You're going to uh, rack them all up after the whole season, huh? I'm going to I'm going to go yes. over the five. <laughs> yeah, so it's five five. We're tied, Dick, at oh, five. Wow, okay. uh, and then those two are tied at two. Nice. So really, Jared's theory would be correct. If he voted against you, he'd be uh, <laughs> yeah. He would be a uh, what seven to uh, no. Three. It's called yeah. It's called the Frankie. Equation. He would have got two wrong at this point out of seven. So five and two. All right. Let's continue. Uh, Frank, you have Secret of the Family Tomb episode. Uh, all right. So uh, a little girl dies, and ten days later, her mom dies, and they bury them both in the mausoleum, the Stone family, which is hysterical. Um, and then uh, the the weird. Uh, the the uh, weird Canadian fucking um, uh, Mountie. Uh, well, no, I was gonna say the um, trooper. No, police the... officer. Sheriff. Grave digger. That's it. A Jacques. No. Yeah, Jacques the grave digger. Yeah. And then yes, very Canadian. <laughs> yep. In California, in with the palm in tree. Montreal, with the with the palm tree. The single the palm southern, tree. With a southern accent. And then the sheriff comes up, and he, the sheriff's the narrator. This episode on YouTube, by the way. If you want to see that palm tree, go ahead and watch the episode. Do not. You're not going to enjoy it. Oh, no. Golly gee. What's going on? Oh, oh God. There's, uh, there's some trouble brewing at the old stone mausoleum. <laughs> All right. Continue, because we're really late. All right. So, basically, um, the inside of the mausoleum is, is all uh, uh, askew. Um, you know, with flowers on the ground, and oh no, what what vandalism is is happening at this mausoleum? Yeah, um, I only got the key. This I is the third key. worst crime that's ever been committed in Canada. We got to solve this. Oh god, the, these two doors to the mausoleum are the flimsiest fucking doors I've ever seen. So, <laughs> guys, those five child murderers we're trying to solve, but this is more important. Yeah. So, um, so this, uh, so the sheriff has the brilliant fucking idea to lay down sand. So they can get because it's a Scooby Doo episode. Yeah, so we can put the footprints into the system and get a match because that exists even to this day. It doesn't, but okay. Um, not fingerprints. I mean, you know, I'm sure there's a million people that have the same. No, shoe it's I a think. junk science. They don't even put that in trial anymore. Yeah, because it's yeah, it's a shoe. It's not identical anyway. Uh, so moving along. The next time it happens, we, we ruined Jared's brain. Look at yeah. <laughs> so then it happens again, <laughs> right? Just wait until you watch Midnight Hour. Shut up! I'm kidding. <laughs> He's got a point. Frank's we... voice lulls me to sleep. I don't know how to be. I don't want to say lull. I'll say forces. Forces. <laughs> <laughs> you in a coma. So uh, yeah, so. Well, for yeah. sure, wrap up though. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it happens again, and there's no footprints, and it says uh, not here in blood, uh, and, uh, in, in, in the, and and that's it. No, the guy shows up and gives him oh, the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, the, 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 cli- the climax <clears throat> is uh, they read in the diary that the mother was beaten to the little girl, um, and uh, now that they're together again, there's a whole bunch of ruckus going going on in the mausoleum. The doors uh, are, like, from the inside. Yeah, I'm foolery. Yep, yep. So they remove the mother's 
uh, body. They removed the, the little girl, remember? I thought it was because they left the mom's name there, but they said at the end it was little. It was the mom that they moved and left the little girl there, even though they left the mom's name on the brick. Who cares? Either way, they were, they separated the bodies. Point is, that's yeah. The they story. separated them and it stopped. <clears throat> we never found yeah. another another problem there. We put all the sin in the world in there. Nothing ever happened. Uh, yep. I mean, believe my police reports if you want. I, you know, I've read them a thousand times. They couldn't have possibly broken in and then went uh, shook over the shook sand. Little, <laughs> yeah. little, little wave of the palm tree branch over the sand and moved out. Yep. So, uh, Dick, you said fact. Uh, I said fiction. Frank, fact. Jared, fiction. Going off his, his streak of going against Frank. So let's find out because this story fucking. This story sucks. They all suck. Bless you. Then there were the mysterious activities that took place inside that family crib. Now this is just the way I found it. I don't know what the fuck is going on. He's just going in here fucking my shit up. I can't tell what accent. Yeah, going with this southern redneck. Or it's just California. Really oh, the look at that Pretty good. I knew it. I think I heard that story before too. That's why. So I Dick, you go up to six. Oh yeah, you like that. Frank, you go up to three finally. Alright. Hey, I got a point. Fuck you, Jared. <laughs> the, 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 the Frank equation <clears throat> crumbles in front of our eyes. Alright, Jared, you got Weezer. Alright, so Weezer was uh, a story of, of a dog that uh, after some kid's dad died, his mom got him a dog immediately afterwards and named him after a terrible uh, 90s band. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I mean, apparently his sister also abuses animals. She was um, she flung that fucking not cat. <laughs> being nice to the cat. The cat was not being nice back to her, which makes sense. Um, and then immediately afterwards, for some odd reason, uh, Weezer decides that he's he's had enough of this kid's shit and just takes off on a dead sprint right into the path of a car. And, uh, actually, I think it was a pickup truck. Yeah. And, um, gets hit. And, uh, immediately the mom's all like, oh, well, he must be dead. Just, so, immediately goes and digs a very shallow grave for, uh, poor Weezer. Um, buries him with the, quite, quite the mound on top. So, I'm like, it's a very shallow grave. Very poor quality. Uh, clearly this mother needs a, a man in her life to um, <laughs> to dig absolutely to dig, to dig graves for animals yeah. and, um, someone with a backhoe or yes some sort of... somebody who has a back <laughs> to tell this hoe what to do like get back and, in um, the kitchen hoe like something like that yes, you know something 90s canadian something. wisdom but then, lo, lo and behold, right, right as the uh, mom shit. said, hey, here's a great idea. I know your dog just died, but let's go get you another dog right away because that, that'll make the pain go away. All of a sudden, there's... Just don't think about your dad. Or, and, 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 did, did the dog ring the doorbell or something? <laughs> I think so. I, I, I feel like the dog rang the doorbell. You heard the... And then all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they opened the door and all of a sudden, Weezer <laughs> is like recently bathed. 
and is standing right in front of them and the kid's like oh hey it's weezer it has to be the same dog as before i mean they don't they don't they don't say hey we went out and checked the grave and there was he does josh or james brolin does say the grave was empty okay well i guess um they should have named the dog Jesus instead. Of... <laughs> yeah. Was it? It was. I don't know if it's three days later, but maybe they don't say it wasn't three days later. Only if this fucking story's fiction, it'll be true. It'll be just like it. Yeah, it's a real. It's a real dumb story. And it looked like a Goosebumps episode. Well, you know, it's you know, it's true though. And I just want to pause here and say Jennifer Aniston did more damage than she knows with that fucking Rachel cut. Because every single person in this episode, these episodes, has the short Karen haircut. I thought you were going to bring up that dog movie she did. Oh God! Oh no! Uh, I don't know whatever it's called. That with Marley and me? Wilson. Marley and me. That's right. Yeah. That ap- that episode actually had a little bit of heart. This one's just stupid. And apparently, the mom's front yard is the pet cemetery because the fucking thing came back to life. Don't stay dead. But it's let's age. let's well, find well, out. Buried under six inches of dirt. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Weezer. Your opinion of the right. story about the yeah, bond no between a boy and his dog that was so strong the dog came back from the grave. Or it just got hit by a car and knocked down. It's not dead. The dog is chasing nothing except sweet, sweet relief from this kid. All it wants is an escape. He keeps telling me to eat peanut butter out of his butthole. <laughs> no. Your butthole's yeah, really clean, but also covered in peanut butter. I don't what? need a man. I got a dog. <laughs> and, the young, and the young kid has that Jonathan Taylor Thomas haircut. Yeah. Right. Not very 90s. And everyone in this, every kid in this has a striped shirt except that one. I every had that haircut. His parents can afford shirt. the striped shirt. Wow. This is back when stripes were $1.95 per stripe. You couldn't afford that. Kmart. Why is he doing 65 through a residential? Is beyond me. This story Oh is a total falsehood. Right? Right. It never happened. Oh, good one. So Jared's the sole owner of a point in that one. It was so dumb we'd all just assume. That's it's the thing, it's it's so stupid it had to be real or not. All right, I'll take over with the unknown patient. Now this one is really and I, this one's a question beyond question. I don't even think anything actually happened. In yeah, it's, it's, I it's just like, had a buffer there where I had to like re-download yeah. the episode of my head and like replay it uh, while you guys were talking there. <laughs> so, uh, Mustachio Doctor gets a body or gets a a, a patient. Magnum PI. He wants to save him. The, his boss comes in and goes, "Hey, stop saving lives! It's costing us money at this hospital." And he's like, no, "Fuck he you!" Save the life. He's the dead. Electricity costs. Yes. That yeah. Defibrillator is bankrupting the hospital. Yes, but Dang all God. he wants to do is try to save a life, and she's like, "Stop doing that thing I hired you to do." How and dare you? And he's These like, "People ain't worth I, saving. Have you seen him? He has no insurance. He can't pay for that." Fuck that guy. It's, he's it's dead. Canada, though. Oh no. <laughs> Universal healthcare, it doesn't matter. Oh god. Hey, that don't mean that means it worse. <laughs> luckily the other hospital. Luckily oh, this no. hospital doesn't run off solar powder because we're not gonna get a whole to lot. True, take me to a true dual hospital. Where's that one at, eh? Oh god. They do blackface hospital. 
Take me to that French-speaking one, not the Canadian. But he tries one. to save the body. He fails, and then the nurse is like, "Hey, here's some something I stole off the body." And she he she hands him the St. Jude necklace. He pockets it because apparently Canadians have sticky hands, <laughs> and he throws it in his pocket. And he's gonna go pawn it later for some booze money. It's not worth anything. Those things are worth. Anything. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe in Canada, it's huge. But he goes out and he's doing some paperwork, and the family comes in. And they're like, "We read in the obituary that my dad was brought in here." And he's like, "The obituary? Right. There is no obituary." Whoa! And the nurse goes, "The most unbelievable sentence I've ever heard." Even though it's the ER, there's only one person that died here yesterday. What a slow night. What a slow fucking night in the ER. Yeah. In a whole city. But uh, he goes, uh, well, this thing I was going to sell for booze money belonged to your father. And she's like, oh, that's his. This generic yeah. necklace is and that, his. And that was it. That was it. And that was the end of the episode. It was really, really short and really, really dumb. And I voted fact. Dick I voted I, fiction. I did I? I don't even remember. Yeah, Frank, you voted fiction, and then therefore Jared voted fact. <laughs> <laughs> I want to change mine to fact because it's too late. It, it, no, I said that too late initially. Too, I'm not going to be the only one fiction here. It's too late. You're you're voted in with fiction. <laughs> going down with me, Duck. <laughs> and our last tale tonight examined the anonymous patient whose death would not go unnoticed. <laughs> paper said that he was brought here last night. What's the problem? But Dr. Sanders, these people claim a family member was brought in last night. Bitch. Is that like Rick Marinus' older brother? Yes. Obituary said that he collapsed on the street and he was brought here last night. What obituary? Sir. That's not how obituaries work. You, the family, puts in the obituary. And it costs yeah. a lot of money. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Depends on your paper. Yeah, my obit for my aunt was $700. Well, when you're dealing with a death, that's not a lot of money. <laughs> well, that's enough for a fucking obit. Just because he's can. bereaved, Frank does not make him a sap. <laughs> Only one person died. Did you guess that this story was made up by our writers? Well, you guessed wrong. A story like this did take place. So, was your perception on target tonight? Four of our plots were inspired by real stories, and only one was a total fabrication. I'm seeing the trend here. We've tried to challenge your preconceived notions of fact and fiction. It's always four to one. Perhaps we fooled you. Perhaps not. But at the very least, you might now have a broader view about what is false and what might be a strange truth. Good night. Yeah, what's false is how is James Brolin popular? He's handsome. The man can't emote or show any sort of variation of his current emotion of chill. And that's it. Barbara Streisand has sucked the life juice out of him. And his son is on to, like, huge projects, and he's yeah. just, like, stuck in this emotional little corner. I was in the original Westworld, asshole. So, after two episodes, Dick and I are tied at six. Frank, you're losing to the guy who just started. Jared, his, his theory of voting against Frank is working. Frank, you got three. Jared, you got four. Wow. I've, I've learned from Frank over the years. <laughs> and that is to not learn from Frank. That's the lesson you Correct. learned. Remember that at the beginning of this episode where he does that bullshit thing of the bot? He's holding a bottle and there's some shoes in it. And like they clearly right, yeah, just like yeah. wrapped it up in something, put it yeah. in there, and then cut out whatever it is. How is that? They, uh, yeah, it didn't blow deal. my mind. 
Yeah, they're they're they're, they're, they're chucks. They bend they, anywhere you want. Yeah. And then you cut it. You long scissors cut it and pull it out. And then some shoes are in there. What's the mystery solved in 1.3 seconds when you show me that? Okay, we're done. All I know is we're not doing another Brolin episode. I'm sorry, Jared. This is yeah, your first go around. The Frakes ones are way better, right, guys? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, Fra- yeah. Frakes has charisma. He's got it. He's got yeah. the number one factor. And he's got he's, he's got what it takes. <laughs> Badoom. No, but it's this. Even the stories themselves are way better. There's not so much narration. Yeah, it was. No, it, well, that was like probably the last season where they got everything figured out. They were so boring. Oh god, they, this episode was a fucking slog. <sighs> anyway, now it's time to get happy. Yes, now we're gonna move on to greener pastures with Lee Martin's The Midnight Hour. <laughs> um. So until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Dick to God. Frank Links. Jared Powell. Oh, I give it a three. Oh, we ran the episode? I got a fucking negative four. I'll give it as many points as I got. A two. God, I hate this thing. All right, bye.